What's going on, everybody? Devor Havoc mm-hmm. and Shake Money. This is the Not yep. for Debate podcast. Be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, along with other major streaming platforms. We are joined today with a special guest, Cassidy Wolf. What is going on, man? Not much. Thanks for having me tonight. Absolutely, man. And any way to sit back and motivate the folks, man, we always open to that. You know? Good, you know, good, but good I, to hear. I do want to bring up some some breaking news though that just happened a few a few minutes ago. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. from the San Diego Padres uh, just signed a fourteen year, three hundred and forty million dollar contract oh. with the Padres. Wow! So they gave him they gave paid. him they gave they gave him one of those contracts. So they. They 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 think he's that he's he's a cornerstone. He's their cornerstone. That's what that up, is man. a lot of money. That's a ton of money. And by the way, major league baseball contracts are guaranteed. So all that money is his. That's one thing that we need to push for in the NFL. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. Now, Cassie. Yeah, what's going on? Shout sure. out to Jay Hearn. Haven't heard, haven't seen you in a while, Jay Hearn. But uh, Cassidy, real quick though, because uh, I was looking at your profile, you got quite a few interesting sports teams here. As far as you, know, <laughs> you like the Dallas Stars, the Blue Jays, and you like the Miami Dolphins. Like, can you give us a little bit of a little background of how you became a fans of those teams? Considering how you're from, well, I can understand the Blue Jays, but. Where you're from, Canada? It's like, can you give us a little bit of background? Dolphins yeah. are concerned of the Dallas Stars, please. Well, uh, but the Dolphins one was the was a interesting story of when I was younger. I was having a sleepover at my buddy's, and about was in the five to ten range. I can't remember the exact age. And he come running in the one night, and he says, "Who do you like better, the Dolphins or the Raiders?" I said, the Dolphins. <laughs> Ever since then, that's how it goes. The the Dallas Stars, I've always been a a fan of Mike Madonna and Uh Neil Broughton back when they were in Minnesota there. And that kind of just continued into Dallas. And hence that one's history too. And the Blue Jays, yeah, that's pretty. That one is the only Canadian one I got. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm fast I'm fascinated by people that 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 have favorite teams all over the place. Like I I can't do it. Uh but oh. I'm 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 fascinated by it. Maybe maybe I'm in a place like, that I, don't Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I was gonna say go ahead, Kaz. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, it was just kind of jumping there. Um, no, growing up where I am, like I grew up in this area, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, pretty much mm. my whole life. The only thing we have here is like a, a junior team in the WHL. Mm, so gotcha. the closest thing is the Riders for the CFL, and I was never really a CFL fan. So I took a liking to the NFL after that conversation with my buddy. And so it's – and, yeah, I, I – Normally, I guess a guy should have took a Canadian team for hockey at least, but <laughs> just didn't work out that way. <laughs> so, let me. Uh, let you me, know what's funny is uh, I started off. Oh, go ahead, Shake. Me? Yeah, go ahead, Shake. Hey, I was going to say, I, I started off when I first started in getting into sports, I started off a Blue Jays fan, believe it or not. And then Miami got their own franchise, and that's how I became the Mornings fan. So. I could see that happening, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm – and and this is, this is also, you know, very interesting about people who grew up in small towns that don't necessarily have teams in that area. Like, I grew up – you know, me and Shaker basically from – we're not from the same neighborhood, but we're from the same area out there in South Florida. So, you know, it's, my, it's Marlins, it's Heat. It's dolphins, it's panthers. You got you got a choice for every sport, 
But I always wonder, man, right. people from the small towns, how do they, how do they land on their favorite team? Because I'd have met, I'd have met a, a handful, more than a handful of Canadians, uh, whose favorite hockey team isn't from Canada. Yeah, I, I think a lot of them they just. They got a lot of friends that are fans, of course, and a lot of peer pressure. But then you find, like me, you find that one player you're just a huge fan of, and you just kind of shoot towards that way, too. And your guy is Mike Madonna? Yeah. Mike Madonna, Neil Broughton, John Casey, uh, mm. Brett Hall when he got there. I hear so, you. So who is your favorite Dolphins? I've been a fan player. for a long time. Mm, I hear you. I, I got the Well, that would uh, definitely have to be Marino for sure. Oh, it's Marino. Okay, that's mm. that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. And to answer and to answer your question, Havoc, the reason why people like to root for teams that are not in their their hometown is because maybe their t- hometown teams suck. That's no reason to not like the hometown team, though. <laughs> why not? That's 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 where all that's where all the fun of being a fan is is rooting for a terrible team. So when they go from terrible to champion. You were there the whole time. Well, here's another thing. How how do you establish a connection with a team? I feel like it's based off of an experience, correct? I agree. I agree. I for, for me it's locality. For True. some people, it's I like this player and they were on this team, so now I like that team. So for some people, it's they were popping, right? Like the the, the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Like the easiest team to be a fan of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so. I, I was going to say, because in my area growing up, what you saw was obviously Redskins, Baltimore Ravens, but you saw a lot of Eagles too as well. Mm-hmm. Like way more Eagles than what, what you, you would expect to see down in the Maryland area. And yeah. people would just be like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. All right, cool. I, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan because that's another big one too. But mm-hmm. I believe in the early 2000s, you started seeing a lot more New England Patriots fans um, start to flourish, considering how they had the dynasty. But um, I like I, I, yeah. I think you just have to have like a very very unique story when it comes down to how you became a certain a fan of a team. Like it's. It's different Cassidy for everybody. Had a sleepover, and he ended up having to make a choice between the Oakland Raiders and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins, I'm pretty sure, had, a, had, of course, had the most prettier colors than, than just black and. Yeah. Black, black hey, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't all, we didn't all have a gun put to our head like Kaz did. You know. It gave an ultimatum. It could have been worse. It could have been a different team. He asked me, and I wouldn't be having that conversation about the Dolphins anymore. But you know. Yeah, it could have been, you know, pick between the Raiders and the Browns. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> the you're hooped either way. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, I All right. You. All right, Cass, I'm going to ask you just straight up right now. As far as Tua in the 2020 season, what are your thoughts on him so thus far? Um, I, I like the kid he – Came out of Bama there, and I don't follow much college football, of course. But mm-hmm. just just watching the like the documentaries I watched after we drafted him, of course, and everything like that, and what he what he looks like he can do, it it looks like it could be special. And you guys have probably heard this a hundred times, thousand times, million times that I don't think he had a core or a receiver core to actually work with to make him look that much better. Uh, and like there have been people that said he's used to Alabama open when it comes to receivers. So he's not used to the tight coverage that he had, but he also had trouble with receivers dropping ball. He had troubles receivers going down an injury. He had backups he had to play with, mm-hmm. but I think there's something good there with, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Tua. That's for sure. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, the second cast said, "Man, I agree. I agree with his assessment. You know, but every everybody everybody knows everybody knows how I feel about Tua. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat the dead horse. I'm I'm not gonna I'm I agree with him too as well. But I feel like 
any quarterback that comes into a Miami Dolphins uniform, you need to assess him the exact same way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. You know. But now you, that that whole Watson thing comes up, you trade to and this and that. That's Deshaun Watson. That's a whole different conversation to have now. This is an established quarterback who did a whole bunch with with less than what Tua had, I think. Well, let, and, well let's, uh, let's let's get into that actually. Okay. How 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 you feeling about the the, the Deshaun Watson rumors? I was head? I was actually on the fence as much as being a, a Tua fan. I was on the fence because, like I said, it is Deshaun Watson. You can't just it's him. It it's him. It was the whole package that I think after what Stafford got to uh-huh. go to L.A., what Deshaun Watson would cost us. And now hearing uh, the Panther is willing to give up McCaffrey and picks and everything like that, like what would it cost us? And that's, I think, it's the whole boatload going that way that would ever stop me from ever actually wanting it to happen. You know, But would I like to have Deshaun Watson? Absolutely. See, see, everybody wants to have Deshaun Watson, but nobody wants to pay the price. I'm cool with the, well, let me cool tell you something. the three first-round picks. What's up, Shake? I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to give you my assessment on the Deshaun Watson pick. If two Victoria's Secrets offered me a threesome, I'll take it. But since that's not going to happen, I'll stay with my girl, okay? Yeah. What you mean? You never <laughs> say never. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen, bro. never. Oh, it probably won't happen. It probably won't, but never say never. Listen, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta err on the side of of, of probability, not, uh, you know, not uh, exclusions to the rule. Is it like nothing? Nothing's promised, but of course you want to go with, you know, the surest bet. And when I look at when I look at how far we've come from building this team. To, to give up that much high-level draft capital when this team clearly still has holes. Uh, Absolutely. You know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not rolling. And, uh, and, and you know, in, in terms of quarterback play, the question for me is, is Tua, if you put the weapons around him, and I know this is the same argument you go back to DeVore, how come we're not evaluating other quarterbacks by the same standard of putting the weapons around them and seeing how they do? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying we can't do anything about the past quarterbacks. We can only evaluate the quarterback that we have right now. So I would be invested in putting the right pieces around him and, and seeing what he can do because at bare minimum, if you put the right people around him, he's not going to drop the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knows what to do with talent around him. Right. So. Like, the, yeah, the picks that we have, they 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 got home run picks right now, I think. And even if they were, the, the talks of possibly trading back to six or eight or whatever, even then you could still get those weapons that's needed at that and still get something else with it. Mm-hmm. But you stick at three, I think – Three and eighteen. I think you got home run picks right there to help Tua for sure. All right. So at the number three pick, where where are you rolling at? Were you, you more towards the offensive lineman, or are you more towards the the wide receiver? Wide receiver for sure. Oh man, I know, I know. But we we just drafted a, a defensive tackle last year too, mm-hmm. and the the line near like through the mid season end of season, the line didn't look that bad. He they were. He felt it looked like he felt a little bit more comfortable. The guys mm-hmm. were the guys were coming together, and it's they need that that guy next to Parker that can open something up. But Devontae Smith, Lamar Chase, somebody that can waddle, someone that can fly open. So I'm, I'm assuming you're not a believer in Preston Williams when he's healthy. Yes, two years in a row he gets hurt. Like him and him and Tua had a good rapport there till he got hurt. Yes, you absolutely. still need that third. You still need that third guy then if you want to add Williams as well. I'm, I apologize, I forgot about Williams there, but a lot of people mm-hmm. have. They, yeah, <laughs> he has. He, he has. He, he, you don't. You don't really see too much of him the the, the second half of the season so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But you know, for me, if 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 
Look, man, you give me the chance to take a a possible once in a generation tackle. I'm I'm taking Panay Sewell. Yeah. I'm 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 cashing oh. that check and I'm 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 running I'm running to the podium. I'm running to the podium to draft him. For once being having my heart is not broken if they get him. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, but I'm, you know I'm what? running to the podium to if draft could, him. So, if I can say something about um, Preston Williams, is people don't realize that Deshaun Watson, his first two career, his first two years in NFL, he played. Uh, he had two season-ending injuries, just like Preston Williams. So, you know what I mean? Uh, I'd rather my I'd rather the player get injuries when they're early. I think people that. They get injuries early in their career, last longer than those guys. They get them later in their career because you know what I mean. They heal better when they're at that young age. If that makes any sense, you know what I mean. I get that. That's fair. That's a fair point. But I, I, I think the question is: Is Preston Williams enough of a talent that you're willing to invest that time into seeing if that scenario will play out? Like, is he of a is he of a high enough talent yeah. level that you know what we'll ride this out for another two you know another two years? Well, basically, what I'm basically saying is, would you get? Are you willing to get Preston Preston Williams another contract? From the small sample size that I have seen, I could say absolutely, considering the fact that he is on an undrafted free agent contract. Okay, okay, I understand that, but at a certain point, you're gonna have to pay him. Is he the guy? But I mean, talent wise, he is. You only but... pay him. You only pay him if he's productive. That's 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 True. the that's the million True. dollar question. If he's productive, then we got then we have something to talk about when we talk about big money. But if he ain't being productive, we could bring him back for something dirt cheap. Because remember, he's an undrafted free agent because he ended up having some issues with down in Michigan. So, uh, Colorado State. Colorado State. Excuse me. Yeah, Spartans. Um, yeah, Colorado, Buffalo, uh, the the Rams, Rams. Not with the Colorado Spartans. State Rams. No, this Michigan is... State, Michigan State are the Spartans. Okay, yes, oh. yes, 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 yes. That's my fault. But uh, yeah, he ended up having some uh, some off the field issues at, at, at uh, mm-hmm. Colorado State. So again, production is key. Production is key for Preston Williams, and I feel like it's it's a low-risk, high-reward type of situation, considering how well you have him on pennies, of the, pennies on the dollar right now. He's on a great deal right now. And you never I mean, know. There's, there's you, no doubt about it. You pick up that other receiver, you get that other receiver, maybe he does become more dangerous, because now he gets open. He's not covered as much. Some They're worried about that young kid going up the middle now, or through the slot, or wherever you put him. Open mm-hmm. up Parker as well, but that that's true. Oh, yeah, I, you take Suell. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be mad at any pick at three, of course. But still, of course, they'll never tell us what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I, I, to people who say they want Devontae Smith, though, I see it. I see it, and 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 for me, I think it's just yeah. it's a matter of preference because I think they'll both they'll both have great careers. So, yeah. I mean, if it's me though, man, all, all I know is when when teams have good old lines and have depth, mm-hmm. you ain't too far away. You're not too oh, you're far not away. Look, look what happened with the Kansas City Chiefs. They were mm-hmm. rolling all season long. What happened in the championship game? They lost both of their tackles, and Patrick Mahomes was running all game long. So, for me, if you're telling me you want to Invest in the O line, build some depth. I'm with, I'm with the program. I'm with the yeah. program. I'm not against you. I'm not. You're not wrong. Okay, so so so, Cass, since you yeah. decided to go receiver with the third pick, what are you doing with that with that second pick, the thirteenth pick? Eighteen uh, pick. Eighteen. I got confused with last year's pick. No, it's all good. Um, I really, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one. I. I've looked at mock drafts and everything like that. And Najee Harris, Harris how, that's how you say it? Najee. Najee. Looks yeah. like he might be the pick at that time. Najee, sorry. Um, and our running backs, it's 
Gaskin look good at times, not all the time. Our running back situation is hey, hey, I, I don't do dollar store. Iffy. No dollar store cash. Yeah. We, don't, we don't do dollar store knockoff brand stuff. We want the real what deal. About want, what? What do you mean dollar we want, store? We want bounty. I want bounty. <laughs> I want That one ply is not good enough. I need Man. that. I need that triple ply. <laughs> Hey, Shake, I'm just I'm just keeping in the hunting here because last all season I have been on multiple platforms and people that have raved about undrafted free agents, and them all drafted free agents have not panned out the way they were supposed to pan out. So with that being said, I'm tired of having this dollar store discount conversation. Give me a real deal player, and Najee's the real deal. Yeah. Now, yeah, if we, if we if we go via go via free agency, I'm not exactly on board with Aaron Jones, but I'm pretty sure we could find something that's that, that that could compensate the thirst at the running back position for us. You probably could, yeah. That would yeah, be my I'd, pick at 18 anyway. Would be Harris if he's there. I, I would agree. I, I I I would agree. And and to be honest, I think if if the wide receiver you really want. Is is still there in the first round after mm-hmm. Najee, like a Rondale Moore, someone like that. Uh, and you got to move, you know, you got to move some things around. Now that they said we have the Texans second round pick as well, so you may not even have to move around too many assets. Right. But when you have a lot of assets, I'm not against, mm-hmm. you know, using your assets mm-hmm. to get the guy you really want. So you know, the Dolphins could very well end up with another first round pick if they play their cards right and they see their guy in the position that they want yeah. uh but we'll, we'll have to see though that's true and i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with pete and the love zavin collins love zavin collins yeah zavin collins at linebacker that that might be my <laughs> second that might be my second Ooh, choice i like him a lot first round pick because you talk about a linebacker with some girth and got some speed to go from sideline to sideline that's your guy right there yeah, no, that I mean, what's he? He's walking around what 260? 260. Like, like, like the, the more I, the, biggest I, linebacker. the more yeah. I see of him, <laughs> the more I'm like, and he can move too. That's the thing, yeah. he can move. Yeah, like the more I see of him, I'm like, that that solves our problem of getting pushed around <laughs> uh, in the run game in the interior. Yes. Yeah. He established you know I mean? the so, will where he was able to push back a fullback and end up blowing yes. up a play, something that you haven't seen in Miami for quite some time. You saw a little very spark. sparingly, mm-hmm. very sparingly since uh since uh since uh, old uh, Zach Thomas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Been a while. Well, they try, I don't. I don't. I don't know why they're trying to keep him out the Hall of Fame, but <laughs> it's beyond me. It's beyond me why they're trying to keep him out the Hall of Fame. Yeah. We didn't we didn't exactly touch on the Hall of Fame, did we? I'm upset, bro. <laughs> I'm 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 upset, man, because I mean it it, it just goes down the line. Zach Thomas, Richmond Webb, you know, I think the fact that the Dolphins organization has not won championships since the seventies, mm-hmm. they they they're really holding it against some of our legends. So, you know, if, if Zach Thomas had a championship on his on his resume, he'd be in no problem. If Rushman Webb had a championship on his on his resume, he'd be in no problem. And there may be uh, maybe one or two other people who might also be considered. But you know, this is sports writers. It's yeah. it's you know this the same reason why Eli Manning is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No problem, sure bet. It's the same reason why Zach Thomas still can't make it in the Hall of Fame. You got these sports writers, they got their own agendas, and they're going to do what they do. So I think his time's going to come, but, uh, you know, he's going he's gonna to have to wait. You know what I'm saying? Because Drew, Drew, look at Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson had to go, Drew Pearson had to, had to cry on TV for 10 straight years before getting admitted <laughs> to the Hall of Fame. So, hey, man, they're going to do what they want to do. So, yeah. so let me ask you guys this: right. Who would one, one last thing? Let me, let me say something real quick. Uh, one thing about and one thing I think one of the reasons, 
I'm not knocking Zach uh, Zach Tom uh, Zach Thomas Jason Taylor, but I think one of the reasons why Jason Taylor got in the Hall of Fame was because Tom Brady went out of his way and wrote that letter for him, and I think that's what kind of helped uh, push the envelope over and to get him in the Hall of Fame. So. Who would you guys prefer to leave off the list? For those that don't know the list, it was Alan Fanica, Tom Flores, Calvin Johnson, John Lynch, Peyton Manning, Bill Nunn, Drew Pearson, and Charles Woodson. So out of those guys, who would you have left off the, the Hall of Fame list to put Zach Thomas on? Uh, none of them. Megatron. I'm just, I'm, yeah, Megatron. none of them, in my opinion. Megatron. I say, you, I say, you just, just say just add Zach Thomas to that list. No, you got. I'm. I'm sorry. You got to remove Megatron. Uh, I, you know what? At, He'll make it eventually. I had to say this. And, you know, I'm not, a big TO, I'm not a big To guy, but I think To. If To didn't get in the first in first uh, ballot, Megatron shouldn't have gotten in first ballot because To put in, put up more numbers, more and 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 better stats than Megatron did. But you know what I'm saying? He had more longevity. So and I, I think if T.O. didn't get in, huh? Yeah. And so if T.O. didn't more. get in first ballot, he shouldn't have gotten in first ballot. But what you what, what you think, uh, Cass? Uh, I could take Megatron out of that list for sure, I think. I, I felt like it was kind of a slap in the face to put Megatron in there. I don't know who he, who he know up in there for him to get up <laughs> to people. If, absolutely. Knock shit over. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know what? He he knows some people, but also, I mean, he had a two thousand yard season as a wide receiver. What does that mean? To had it, a twenty catch game. It 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 means it it means exactly what it means. They, I mean, look, man, it, it it's kind of like Eli with the two Super Bowl wins. Megatron with a two thousand yard season that put him that put him way over the top. Wait, that put him way minute. over the top. I'm taking two Super Bowls over a two thousand yard. Season. <laughs> of course, anybody would. Anybody <laughs> would. But I'm saying, in terms of the Hall of Fame, when you got that one stat in your column, they're gonna have to give it to you. You got the most receiving yards of anybody in NFL history in a single season. They have to give it to you. But you ain't do nothing. You only played in seven seasons. Only got one. Like yeah. Detroit didn't do. Hold on, hold on. Detroit didn't do nothing with them. It's like how Detroit didn't do nothing with Barry Sanders. That's why well, he retired early. Hey, well, I'm just saying though. To went to multiple teams. As a matter of fact, the fact that Barry Sanders retired early makes Calvin Johnson's case even stronger, because everybody knows if you're already beat up, ain't no point in playing for Detroit. Hey, you see Matthew Stafford, he was he was holding it down. He tried. <laughs> I mean, he, he tried. tried. It's, it's not like he just up and be like, trade me. They traded him. Yeah. I mean, they could have just got him some some they could have just got him a team <laughs> while he was playing there, but Detroit's gonna Detroit, man. Detroit's gonna Detroit. Uh, man, I, you I guarantee I mean? you Matthew Stafford's gonna shine in LA. I believe oh, yeah. that too. I think I love, so. I love me some Matthew Stafford. Give him a give yeah. him a play action game. Yeah, he's definitely going going to be in the running for MVP for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he look. If if you haven't seen, please go on YouTube and 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 type in Matthew Stafford arm angles. This man will. I mean, I I don't seen him throw throw no look pass touchdowns like. He's when it comes to throwing the ball, he's the truth. He's just been mm-hmm. playing in Detroit, you know. As another stat that he still did what he did, yes, yes, he did. Yes, there's another stat that not a lot of people pay attention to is the lack of a running game in Detroit. I believe they're like last over the last ten years as far as uh, average rushing yards a game. So if you add a rushing attack to to, to Matthew Stafford, like it's 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 bombs away. For for him for him in L.A., but I still do think that they need another receiver for them to be able to be successful in in L.A. Probably, maybe. I mean, I think if you know, you don't bring in Matthew Stafford to not give him weapons. So that's you true. Know, probably, Man, they got probably. Woods. 
Who is Woods? They got Woods. Uh, <laughs> Cooper Cup. They got Cooper Cup. Who is Woods? And that guy from they drafted from Florida. He's good too. See, um, ben Jefferson. Who, who is Woods? Robert Woods. That's Robert uh, Woods. Robert who, Woods. Who, who, who is Woods, Shane? Who is Woods? <laughs> Dude, is are we Woods? playing Jeopardy? Yes, we are. Are we playing are. Jeopardy? Because I didn't. That's not a weapon. Like, he is a number three receiver at best. Whose man's is this? <laughs> He's a receiver that can oh, run a jet nah, come sweep on, like man. You gotta put crazy. some respect on that guy, man. He's good, man. Yeah. What the hell are you he's, talking about? He's he's good. I don't I don't I don't know if he's a number one receiver, but he's he's good though. No, he's a number three. I'm not saying he's a number one receiver, but I'm just saying he's a he's a viable weapon. Oh, yeah, what that number means, like what, like what like, uh, like a team is supposed to have Randy Mosses all over the damn field. I'm I'm just saying, like you talk about some woods, like that don't that doesn't concern me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but listen, the, the name Robert Woods doesn't put fear in the hearts of defensive coordinators. Oh, let me ask but, you uh, this: Ed. Pete just bought he's up. He's a very a, good player. Up a break point. Would would Robert would Robert Woods start in Miami? Yes. Let me see. No, over, he, over, he would over Matt Collins. Yeah, he would. He would. <laughs> he would. No, he, he would. He would over a lot of these <laughs> he people. Would. The only people yes, he, he wanted. The only Ooh. person he wanted to start over was be Preston Williams, and um. Preston Williams and and Devontae Parker. That's it. He'll beat out every but everybody else we have on that damn receiver. Al- Albert Wilson is still on the Facts. roster. No, Albert Wilson is still on the roster. No, uh, Al- so, Albert Al- Albert Wilson opted out and he's gonna get cut. So next, no, he, he ain't, but he ain't get cut yet. So he ain't better. Than <laughs> he ain't better than Albert Wilson. He ain't but he ain't better than Albert. No, we talking. He ain't better than he ain't. Oh. <laughs> Please, the Cowboys didn't want him. <laughs> I will, I will the say Cowboys this much, and the though. Jacksonville Jaguars didn't want him, so let that sink in. <laughs> I will say this much though: if if you got Preston Williams on, if you got Preston Williams as a starter, you better have his backup ready to go. That's all I got to say about Preston Williams. Yeah, you better well, have a is, very viable backup ready to go behind him. Uh, I'm I'm a hundred percent fan like Alan Hearns. Dolphins fans like Alan Hearns because he went to that crappy university down in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm not one of those fans. I I became a fan of Alan Hearns. (laughs) But I'm not going to disagree with you. You definitely need to have some some depth behind Preston Williams. But again, (laughs) No dollar store, not no dollar store depth. I, I need, I need some, I need some real players. I hear you. I mean, you know, at at, at a certain point, uh, you know, we're gonna have to start taking the the getting wide receivers. We're gonna, we're gonna start taking it a little more seriously than uh, you know, hoping to find the guy here and hoping to find the guy there. We're gonna have to invest in somebody. Uh. Hopefully the draft, you know, I'm not saying it's got to be the third pick, but you got to, you got to, we got we, we, we to invest in somebody at the wide receiver position, man. Yeah, we do. I agree with that. I a thousand percent agree with that. But what's, what's wrong with, what's wrong with free agency? There's going to be some good quality guys in free agency that you can get. That's a, listen, I, I like, course, I like Alan Robinson. I like Alan Robinson a lot. But I don't think he fits. He doesn't fit well. That the price tag, the price tag on him is is up there. That's that's my only hesitancy. I was thinking more of a a Curtis Samuel, perhaps a. I'm not. I, I don't. I've heard that lots too. I don't want. I don't want to have nothing to do with Juju. If 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 he if he you don't like Juju, no, I don't like Juju. He just he doesn't have that killer instinct. I I understand. And anybody who doesn't like Juju, I understand why. He doesn't have it. So and plus he's a little immature for me. I don't I like if you put him yeah. in that situation in that situation in Miami, I, I I just don't I don't want that softness to run or rubble over onto my receivers <laughs> that I got in Miami. Because we already got some soft receivers in the locker room. Uh, so by soft wide receivers, who are you talking about? Well, let's see here. Mike Gesicki, he's soft. Um, Devontae Parker, he's soft. Uh, 
Don't so, hold on. No, no, no. I'm no. I'm not giving you that one. I'm not giving you that one. You're not giving, I'm me, not Devontae. giving you that one. You're not giving no. me Devontae. No, I'm not. No, not after this past season. No, no, I'm not giving you that one. Why? Because the man played hurt all year. Okay, that's nice, but I need to see when it comes to the playing the receiving position. You need to got you got to add some type of aggression to to it. Like you I, just, I, I need, need, I, need some, I need some yak after the catch. Can he give me some dogs. yak after the catch, dogs. please? Yeah, I need, need I need some yards after the catch. That's all hard. I'm asking for. We need we need some dogs. He's man. not blowing we, guys out of the water in a in a foot race. You're gonna he's the guy that goes up and get it. You're not gonna get yards after the catch there. I, that's understandable, Cass, but like if you run in a slant route, don't fall to the ground. Like, come on, try to pick up it like no. another five, <laughs> ten yards for your boy. Can you do that for me? That's all I'm asking for. And that's 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 just that's all I want. I understand, I respect mm. I Damn. respect the aspect of playing through injury, but you, you gotta you gotta you gotta break you gotta break break a tackle or two or something. Yeah, yard after the catch. Hold on, hold on, aggressive. Yards after the catch, breaks tackle. Who does that remind me of? Um, Jarvis Landry. Remember hey, him? I hear, I hear a lot Rick of crying. Oh, since we started this pod, I've been, of, I've been hearing a lot of crying about the budget that we have. And if we be completely honest with right now, do we think that Jarvis Landry is worth sixty million dollars? Over he didn't even what? want that. He 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 was taking less money. He was he taking said, $13 million. Oh, no. He said, I want to be paid like a top five receiver. At the time, that would have put him at $60 million. For how many years? Four years? 60? It don't matter. $60 million is $60 million. Over how many years? I'll probably say about four or five. Don't quote me on that. I'll give it to him. I'll give it For to what? him. For what? You're playing the Jarvis Landry? Slot. Yes. No. Yes. You're playing the yes. slot. What he helped, he helped Cleveland get in the playoffs. And, and, he, who was the, and wasn't he the receiver when we went to that oh playoff run that you keep talking about? Oh my god, I'm not even going to give credit to well, I'll give him a little bit of credit because he was on the team, he was he was he was in the backpack, but right on top of uh, on Bradley. Yeah, Chubb and, and as soon as he left, no more, yeah. no more playoffs. Who they just got into the playoffs. It's the first it's the first time they made it to the playoffs. Now we want to credit that to Jarvis Landry. All that, all that hoorah crap that he was saying on 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 um, hard knocks didn't pay off that year. So I don't want to hear that. Yeah, that's what happens when you get Freddie Kitchens. Hey, as your head coach. Yeah, that was that was not a good move on there. Oh, so that is Freddie Kitchens' fault now. He was not a good head coach. Right, well, I'm just saying Him and like, that 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 tequila slinging. Uh, 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 Hugh Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I think that yeah. had a lot to do with Baker Mayfield, but that's that's I don't have hard evidence for me to for me to uh, go ahead with that argument. But personally, back to Jarvis Landry, he was not <laughs> worth sixty million four years over sixty million. That's I would have gave it to him. I no, would have gave it to him. He wasn't catching. He wasn't catching over ten touchdowns. That's that's an elite stat for a receiver to have. He wasn't. He barely made it over a thousand, and he wasn't taking the top. He wasn't taking the top off of a defense. I'm sorry, but, you're not. You're not worth sixty million to me. He was a possession receiver, though. He was. He what is does the that block. mean? First downs. He kept the yeah. chains yeah. moving. That's what I mean. We yeah. were always in goal line. Is uh, and we was there always in a goal line. Um, it's not I, his hey, fault that Tannehill couldn't get the. Oh, now, now, oh, oh, now you're taking a shot now. That's what you're doing right now. I, you just said 10 now, and, you, and you're talking, you're talking <laughs> about not taking defenses over the top. Larry Fitzgerald hasn't taken the defenses over the top in how many years? She, you, you have it. Have you seen Have you seen what <laughs> I've, I've seen him lately. I've seen him lately. He's a possession no, receiver. Not to mention oh. we had Kenny Stills. Wasn't Kenny Stills supposed to take over the people over the top? That's the number one receiver. Oh, Kenny Stills' job was to go Kenny Stills the number one receiver. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! Really? Oh my God! Hey, when you when you're averaging twenty yards a catch, then come talk that's, to me. That's because he, he caught one every two games. Yeah, he caught three balls again, bro. Hey, hey Cash, Cash. He yeah. had. He, you can look this up. He He's had under sixty catches and had nine hundred and eighty-six yards. I believe that because he would only catch one a game for fifty yards a game. Uh, no, it don't add up that way. It don't even <laughs> add up that way. He only ran one route. Yeah, he only ran one route. 
hey, that, hey that, that's cool do that do that that takes the top off that that poses that okay. prepper fence the defense was coming in and uh stacking the box to stop the run i'm taking that over jarvis mm-hmm. if i had to make a when pick they, you give me you give me kenny when they let kenny stills go i wanted them to go get kenny stills i would have gladly taken back because he can go the long road which Tua can hit and catch it. Kenny's the guy. <laughs> Kenny Stills was a very good deep threat. And I think calling him a number one is, is diminishing how good he was as a deep threat. He was the number one. He didn't have a lot of competition for the number one spot. <laughs> he didn't have a lot, a lot of competition. You had Devontae, your, your so-called Devontae was hurt Jarvis. almost the entire time Kenny Stills was here. Okay, well, Jarvis was there, but I saw most of his work in the slot. So I'm sorry. When you're limited as a receiver, you don't deserve to be paid top dollar. I understand your and point. Kenny Stills is limited as a receiver. Oh, no, he is not. Yes, he is. Anybody could guard his ass. He is not unguardable. Okay, you, he you, is not, you, like, you, he is no Tyreek Hill. Out there and you guard Kenny Stills. And you see how that works out for you. Oh, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> play for the NFL, so. I'm just saying. I hey, all right. You guard Jarvis Landry then. You guard, I'll guard Kenny Stills and you guard Jarvis Landry. No, no freaking problems. This guy, this guy, this guy, this yeah. guy is nuts. <laughs> this guy is nuts. No freaking problems. If he'll I, break like, every tackle you have. He will, he will break your nose, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he won't even catch the ball on me. This yeah. guy's nuts. What? I haven't seen Jarvis Landry <laughs> drop a ball in two years. Uh, that's understandable. But I'm just, again. He, I, he, he, he will give you all kind of first downs. I'll I, I put it to you like this. I'll put, like put it to you like this. If he took something less than... 50 50 million then yeah we 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 are in an agreement but you're not getting 60 that you're you're robbing me right now well somebody paid him so mm-hmm. he, and then then the team that did pay him they had a very nice you know they had a very nice playoff run so thanks thanks to Bradley Chubb and Kareem Hunt see there you go don't ever <laughs> there you go there what you, do you go. mean there you go there you, there you go, go. man. I, I, you I'm, see, I'm saying when you when you have a preconceived, some sort of a preconceived bias against a player, you you when at any time their team has success, you will give credit to every other. You'll give credit to the ball boy instead of giving credit to Jarvis Landry. And I'm not gonna sit back and 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 spill out ill will here, but I'm pretty sure Kareem Hunt and Bradley Chubb's numbers in the playoffs was a whole lot better than what you got out of Jarvis Landry. Listen, they, they bring they bring different skill sets to the table. They bring different skill sets to the table. But I get it. I get what you're saying. I, I'm I'm very interested to and, and I understand the argument, you know. He is open. He was open. He was open. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I wasn't throwing the ball around. But I could only base Kenny Stills off of what he's done during his career. And during his career. He has been, in, in my opinion, a very good deep threat. He probably still is a very good deep threat wherever he, wherever he plays next season. So, number I one guy, I don't think so. Back in Miami, to be honest with you. Uh... <laughs> oh, no, I don't know about now. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. If you guys need a slot receiver, Kenny Stills is your guy. He yeah, wouldn't he know what to do in the slot. He's he's ready to run. Isn't he? Isn't, <laughs> isn't, isn't he a boundary guy? No, he was one of the, one of the best route runners on the team. Okay, but I'm saying, isn't his the best go route usage? just a, just the go route? That's pretty much <laughs> what he ran. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, narrative. Here's the narrative. We only saw him catch long passes, so we just assume that he cannot run routes, but he can run routes. Okay, nine hundred yards worth of yeah. routes. Just one. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, if you just put just put the out of there, because we we, I know. we have this discussion right now as far as okay, two or three balls a game. Now let's let's divide that into six, a 16 game span. 50 catches divided by 16 is what? Um, I don't know. I'm not a math major. 
I, I study not, psychology. I'm not a math guy either. <laughs> mm -hmm. 60 divided by 16. So you talk about, about four catches a game. Okay. Well, when, when you're talking about a number one receiver, I mean, you're, you're talking about over 10 targets a game. Now, is Kenny still going to give you that the level of production consistently that merits that many targets per game? Hmm. Uh, you know what? Now that you brought this to my attention, I'm going to say he is a he's his head is touching the ceiling as far as being a number one. He's 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 definitely a number two, mm -hmm. but his head is touching the ceiling. Just like he, <laughs> Do you know who he is. You know who he he's Chris Middleton. He's Chris Middleton. Yes, he is, yes he's he, Chris Middleton for the for the for the Milwaukee Bucks. Exactly. He's not he's not a superstar by any stretch of the imagination, but he can do a lot for you. He can do a whole lot for you more than, than some of these other role players can. He ain't he ain't he ain't the guy. If he's the best player on your team, your team is going nowhere. Mm -hmm. But he is very good as a number two. Mm -hmm. I can, I can, I can, yeah, I agree with that. Yep. Yes, no more slight shake, please. <laughs> We're disrespecting my guys. We talking about? No more what? I said no more slights. We you talking about? You're disrespecting my guys. Now, if you say something about Albert Wilson, I might have to jump through this screen. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Wilson's very Albert nice. Wilson. I love Albert Wilson. Hey, said, he's, if, he's cool. He made me forget about Jarvis Landry real quick. I mean, he's like, mm -hmm. Albert Wilson's that guy. From a town perspective, he's that guy. Uh, just need to stay healthy. Yeah, one injury. He did have one. He had one injury. And, you know, went around too much last season. Understandably, we all understand why. But, uh, look, man, if, 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 if he can... In my opinion, if Albert Wilson's healthy, he will be Tua's best friend. <laughs> In my opinion, a healthy Albert Wilson is Tua's best friend. Hmm. I, 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 can agree. I think they should keep him. Because I usually, think they should keep him, though. usually the tight end is, is the quarterback's best friend that will bail him out. I don't know if, if Gusecki is necessarily built for that role. He's soft. Uh, he's, he's kind of a... He's kind of a big wide receiver. He's not even really a tight end. Soft. So, You're not a big uh, fan of Gusecki, eh? At this point, we are in what year are we in? Year three? Three, okay. I think, yep. And what we have saw that transpired in year three, 2020, where you saw a lot of Durham Smythe in the mix and a lot of Adam Shaheen in the mix, I don't see him, be, I don't see him coming back after no. next year. I don't see it. I really don't. No, you know what? My dream scenario would be that we pay, take Panice well, we draft, we get back into the top 10 and draft Kyle Pitts. Oh, yeah. If we get Pitts, mm. oh, damn. Now we talk about a tight end. <laughs> now we talk about somebody that that's hard. Real tight end. That's a real, that's a real dude right there, boy. Six, five. Mm, mm, six, six. Mm. Actually. I mean, look, and, he, and you know what? And he can. Look, he, he can block, man. Yeah, he can block. And six five two thirty six. Actually, he's six six though, but it don't make that's no difference. But still, that's unofficially. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> all I know is all I know is when he played for Florida, he played on the boundary, he played in the slot, he played as a tight end, so he he could play everywhere. And see you, good Vicky. I wouldn't even be surprised. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised we, if that was a draft day trade anyway. Hey, we could get a nice uh, second round pick for his ass. Gasecki's not untouchable. He's definitely not untouchable. Yeah, going into a contract year, we going into the draft. If we have an opportunity to bring in pits. If we can, if we can, if we okay, let's let's say let's just let's play devil's advocate here. If we do decide we want to trade back to that sixth pick, and we end up having another dra another first round draft pick, let's say um, we we can we can swap that out, get rid of one the two, the two second round picks, and come back into the first two as well. 
I'm taking pits. <laughs> yeah. Look, I hear you. And, and it, it, look, there's a lot of correlation between top end, tight ends, and playoff teams. Like it, the top end playoff teams, they seem to keep a top five tight end. So, I, I would, I would definitely invite it. Especially Ooh. talking about a, a guy with the versatility that can basically. You can split him out wide if you need to, but you can and also a, bring him back a, in and you can block. In a no homo way, I'm in love with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm in love with that dude. You know dude. what? I'll say the main thing, the main thing I got against Gasecki is when he's in the game, you know he ain't blocking. You know he ain't blocking when he's in the game. So you you lose the you lose the illusion of what's of you know what's gonna happen. That's my main thing against Kaseki. Oh, he's basically he's basically got the got the issue with the, what the Washington football team had with Jordan Reed. He can't block, so when he comes in, we know what you're doing. Mm, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, same, very same. I, I mainly liked him when he could he could run a, a seam route and wherever that ball is, he will go get that ball. No doubt in I my agree. mind, ninety eight percent of the time, I think he's going to come down with that ball. I think if we're just evaluating him as a receiver, which to be honest, I think when you evaluate Mike Kosecki, you have to evaluate him as as a wide receiver. I mean, he don't. That's he, he, is. he literally he literally doesn't block anymore. <laughs> so doesn't block anymore. They don't put. Well, him he, never he, never he never did. He never did. He never did. He never did. But uh, I mean, it, look, man, year three. If 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 I want a big wide receiver. You know, I, I got Devontae, I got Preston. You're a faster version of Preston, maybe, but I don't know, man. I don't I don't really know what his place is. He's not really a tight end. That's the main issue I have with Kaseki. Very good at what That's he does, too. not a tight end. Yep. And like I said, his uh Durham Smythe's production and Adam Shaheen's production. Uh, Shake did have me going a little bit there when he made that bold prediction where he thought that Durham Smythe was going to have over 500 yards receiving. I was, I was like, okay, uh, yeah, Shake he got 200. The, yeah, he got 200. But I, at the time, I was like, yeah, you had a little bit too much to drink. But um, you might be, you <laughs> might get them 500 yards this year, though. <laughs> if we don't get, if we don't yeah, get, yeah, no, I wasn't. I'm, I'm, I'm never rolling on on the backup tight end. Uh, getting 500 yards, but he's he's the starter now. Who? Uh, Smite? Oh yeah, he is actually. You're right. Smite was the starter. You're right. I like I like Smite. I like Smite actually. Yeah, he he's the starter. Like I, you know, I love him as a blocker. I just I thought if he could just develop better as a receiver, we might have something. What was he like? A, a third or fourth round pick? I think he got a- better. He got better receiving as the season went on. Went along though. I thought he was just all blocker, but he he got better with his hands. As the yeah. season went along, um, that being said, it's even like if you look at the if you look at the yards and you look at his receiving ability, most people would say Gaseki is like a, at least a top ten guy, maybe. But I think the fact that he he absolutely under no circumstances blocks, I, I can't I can't put him in top ten. Yeah. See, so because uh, I haven't watched a lot of tape on uh, on Darren Waller for the for the Oakland Ra- for the excuse me Las Vegas Raiders but does he line up as a tight end with his hand in the dirt he does both. he does, he does both. both yeah he blocks he, he he blocks they 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 mostly split him out wide but he can he can block at the at very least you have to respect him um as a blocking option where with Gasecki you don't really have to worry about it Okay, but not, that's yeah, not as much Waller's as main usage is, like is split out sure. there. Because Darren Waller looks a whole lot smaller than Mike Gesicki. Well, wait, wait, wait. You said Darren Waller looks smaller so? than Mike Gesicki? Yeah, he looks smaller than Mike Gesicki. I don't, I don't know about that one. Because I know Gesicki, he's sitting at like what six five, six six, uh, two forty. I mean, I think Waller. Waller might be comparable to Gasecki. I mean, it just from a physique standpoint, Wall. I mean, Waller. Waller's got Gasecki smashed. 
<laughs> that dude, that dude, that dude is, is is granite, basically. Yeah, Waller is six 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 two fifty. Wow, two fifty five. Yeah, like he's you know man, uh, big he, big. You know, Waller reminds me of uh, Josh Gordon. Back back when he was mm. in his prime. Josh Gordon, you also um, Metcalf is is ripped like that too, man. Metcalf. Mm. Yeah, him, yeah. Him, yeah. Him Gisicki and Waller oh are the same are the same are the same size. So Gisicki about two fifty, but Waller looks a whole lot more skinnier when I'm watching him on TV. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, the black is very funny. Up to the tight, um, <laughs> Probably because he's lined up to offensive lineman next to offensive lineman, that probably make him look skinny. <laughs> like he, like, like, legitimately, he looks, he looks a whole lot smaller. I mean, all, I, all I know is he, he, he may look. He, every time I see him, he does look like a, like a, like a new era big wide receiver. Um, but. I mean, look, he's not, you know, he's not necessarily uh, like a stocky dude or anything like that. But if you look at the modern tight ends, you know, they, they're not really, unless you're just strictly a blocking dude, they're looking more like wide receivers now, you know? Right. They're looking more like wide receivers The only one now. who's like a real, yeah. the only one who's a real anomaly is um, uh, Rob Gronkowski because not only is he tall, but he's he's not really he's like a he's he's thick. You know what I mean? Hmm. Kittle, Kittle, Kittle's like the new era Gronk. Yeah, Kittle, 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 Kittle's all around tight end too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, fellas. Last topic of the day. I know there was a report earlier today that had well, it was yesterday. Excuse me uh, about. JJ Watt, where he was possibly going to land, they had Cleveland JJ as the Watt. currently. Mm-hmm. So, anybody want to put out a bold prediction where JJ Watt's going to be landing at? I'm I surprised he really wants to go there. Yeah, I said it before. I'm gonna say it again, man. He's going to Green Bay. He's going to Green Bay. What See, he said he he didn't want to be part of a rebuild. And uh, right. I don't – not that Cleveland's in a rebuild anymore, but they're not quite there. I I, I was just going to assume that he wanted to go after a ring right away. So, honestly, I think his best bet would be the Bucks, as much as I don't want to say it, the Chiefs. Um, but the Packers would be a good fit too. Mm-hmm. And, and what does Aaron Rodgers say every year? I need – is is never he's never really begging for offensive weapons. He just he needs a better defense to help him get over the hump. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Well, offensive weapons. Yeah, and, I think we need some offensive weapons here. Yeah. And sadly, yeah. the last time he had a top, last time Aaron Rodgers had a top five defense, they won the Super Bowl. And that was the last time mm-hmm. he had a top five defense. With the, with the man in the Hall of Fame. It's true, and this is and this is what happens when you got it's 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 the curse of the generational talent. Organizations, they 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 they, they see a guy like Aaron Rodgers, and instead of saying we have a great quarterback, so we're going to invest in defense, they just <laughs> they never really bought. I mean, they never really bothered in, in heavily investing in the defense. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to fill the gap if there's a talent. If there's a talent gap, Aaron Rodgers can fill that gap. Aaron Rodgers can't play defense, so they need they need to. If, if JJ Watt's out there, and I'm I'm Green Bay, I'm jumping at it. So nobody's on board with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Could happen. Uh, that's me. I'm on board. And if I if I make a bold prediction, Tampa too could be uh, another destination. No, no Miamis. Mm. For the right price, uh, I'd take them. I think Miami I could. I just don't. I just, yeah, I just don't think Miami's at the top of his list. Oh, probably not. But yeah, any any time, like I seen someone put out there, anytime a 
a free agent becomes available, everybody's like, get him. Let's get that guy in. I'm, a, I'm like that a lot. But if I had a chance at a J.J. Watt, there's another guy. He's an established guy. Let, for the right price, you can't say mad no. to have him on your defense. Nope. Right. Hey, you no. Know, no. I, joked on, I joked on Twitter today. I said if Barry Sanders was to unretire, some Dolphins fans be like, oh, man, a top five running back. We need him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, hey, do y'all, y'all, y'all remember when um, y'all remember when we brought in Chris Carter and Thurman Thomas? Mm-hmm. Actually, Thurman Thomas was the last time we won a, a playoff game. If I'm not mistaken. Wait, wait, wait! The last time we won a playoff game was with uh, oh, Lamar we won Smith. A playoff game. Oh yeah, that was no, a, Thurman that Thomas. Was that was a, the, the, the was Thurman Thomas on that team? Yeah. I'll be damned. Well, the Lamar Smith had like a 200 yard game, so we all we know we know who won that playoff game. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I, I don't as Dolphins fans, I don't want to get into the habit of uh of of signing has beens again. Although JJ Watt, nothing close to a has been. If we can get him at like I'm gonna agree with Cass, right. if we can get him at an uh an affordable price. Oof. You love to see him out there. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't mind him being. You love to see him out there with the Dolphins jersey. Yeah, and that tilt. Mm, mm, mm. Absolutely. But you the know what? The young guys you too. Know what's funny though. Um, I think the reason we signed signed Chris Carter is because Oakland signed signed Jerry Rice and Tim Brown. So I think we wanted to get on that old uh, bandwagon. Well, but the, but the problem was Chris Carter had already retired. And and we we, mm-hmm. we 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 convinced him to come out of retirement, and then his then like one of his kidneys exploded when he got hit and had to go to the hospital. Like, <laughs> like at least Tim Brown and Jerry Rice they never stopped playing. Chris Carter was like, I'm done, mm-hmm. and he had to get back into shape to play for the Dolphins. And I mean, even when he was healthy, he looked not good. Like he did not look good at all. Like Chris Carter was out here dropping I balls. I think also like, that, yeah, I think also that even a, a veteran leadership would be great to have. Like even on the going back to the receiver side, you go pick up a Julio Jones as just an example, hmm. just to have a veteran guy like that to talk to the kids or Larry Fitzgerald or whoever you want. I don't care who it is, but just to have that, hey, this is what you could have done different. Holy crap, look at him go. Yeah, having JJ Watt on the defense. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. Being able to cr- coach up Christian Wilkins, uh, Raquan Davis, mm-hmm. uh, who got back there. That's uh, Van Ginkle. All those guys. I feel. Yeah, I think that'll be good for them. Because mm-hmm. then, because you think about it, I'm sure he's giving an inspirational speech every now and then. Yeah, you think about mm-hmm. it. The team is very young. Like I think your oldest player right now is Van Noy. He's sitting at like thirty-one. Yeah, so, having another yeah. leader in that locker room would be great. Be also, bring back Cam Wake. By yeah. the way, also, <laughs> you know, just have a veteran. There you go. That has a have have a veteran that has the mentality of I'm gonna be the first one in the building, and I'm gonna be the last one to leave. Every, uh, by the way, Cam uh, Cam's jersey is taken now, so sorry. Oh, what you mean? He gonna get it back? You get that back? That's just not. Nah. He gonna pay. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna put up the petition, my damn self. All right, Emmanuel, <laughs> I respect you, but you gotta get the jersey back. Yeah, like, you get ninety three. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they could fight for it. They could fight for it. Oh, Emmanuel gonna lose. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't like, I like Cam Wake in the fight. Oh my god! <laughs> well, you, I saw him sitting down with total access. He had that muscle shirt on. I'm like, damn, his whole arm is bigger than my body. And you know what? The, the <laughs> thing is, if you look at Cam Wake, you look at his weight. He's not the heaviest dude, but he's like I've never like you know, Cam Cam Wake's body reminds me of David Boston off the steroids. Mm. Like David Boston, David Boston clearly was on steroids his entire career. Like his, he was too big. Cam Wake looked as close as you can to David Boston 
without taking steroids. Yeah, I agree. Explosive. Yeah, and he's vegan too. He has a very healthy diet too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you could definitely look at Cam where you can tell this dude takes care of himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, fellas. uh, Any final thoughts before we close this thing out? As always, uh, appreciate the opportunity to come on, chop it up. Appreciate, uh, appreciate Kaz coming on, joining us, joining the conversation. Appreciate you coming through. As always, stay safe. No, I, I really appreciate you guys having me out. Yeah, man, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, I'm gonna get my internet uh, working soon, so you can see my ugly face again. Uh, so. <laughs> I appreciate you guys for taking the time uh, and coming out and hearing what we got to say. So thanks for everybody in the chat. And, uh, uh, you know, thanks again, DeVore, for giving us the opportunity, man. Yes, sir. Uh, real quick, shout out to Cameron Wake. He's from the Maryland area. You know, I got to shout out my Maryland guys. But, uh, yes, uh, Cass, we, we we appreciate you coming on, man. I hope we uh, we got rid of the stage fright pretty early. It's, again, thank you it, very much. It, it ain't hard. <laughs> it, it's not that hard. We normal conversation. But uh, you can follow Cass on Twitter at CassWolf13. Also, be sure next... to... oh, go ahead, Cass. Sorry, I. I'm, next time I do this, if I get another chance, I'll definitely have to do this on my phone because I got it on my laptop and uh, I had a lot of lagging going on. So I'm sorry if I missed one or two things, but. I definitely appreciate you having me out here. I really enjoyed it for the first time doing this. Oh, yeah. No problem, man. You're welcome anytime, man. Especially, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts when we get to the draft, uh, for sure, because a lot of things could happen from now until the draft. Oh, uh, absolutely. Next month, I think a lot of stuff's going to be crazy, so. Yeah, so never say never, Havoc and Shake. Never say never. <laughs> there might be a number. There might never. be a number four as our starting quarterback. Man, please, <laughs> never, 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 never say never is a Justin Bieber album. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can. Number you can. Four, yeah. What you say, Shake? The only way we we'll have a number four. The only way we we'll have a number four is if we drop the quarterback and we give him that jersey number. Oh, okay. Well, never say never. <laughs> nice. Now I don't care how laggy I don't care how laggy your face is on the camera. I'm gonna see your face that day. <laughs> you gonna, uh, gonna pull up to the job? <laughs> take off the aluminum foil hat and and and, and accept except <laughs> yeah except Tua as your quarterback. <laughs> did you did you did you did you watch Reading Rainbow when you was a kid? Hell yeah, of course I did. Okay, so use your imagination. Well, yeah, and it's maybe in a you book. Take a look, uh, quarter, maybe uh, you should take a look because it's in a book. It's reading rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can you can follow Cass on Twitter at CassWolf13. Also, be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. This is the Dot for Debate. We up out of here, man. Peace. Peace.